Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to Bouncing Back, a video podcast to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For the 15th episode, we have Morgan Young, who's most recently a producer at McGarrett Jesse in Austin, Texas. And Morgan, happy to have you here. Thanks, I'm happy to be here. Thanks so Thanks. much for that. Yeah, of course. Thanks for making this work on uh, the Monday of Memorial Day. But <laughs> I don't know. Up. Do holidays even exist anymore? <laughs> right, I think all blends together. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe tell us, you know, how you've been dealing with this pandemic, where you've been quarantining, and how you've just been keeping busy the last yeah, year. Yeah, um, quarantining in Austin, Texas, in my home um, with my dog and my boyfriend, and um, we just moved in in February in this new bigger house. Um, which I'm super grateful for just because we have um, a study, which I'm in right now. And so my boyfriend's also in advertising. And so he's been kind of staying in this spot while I'm just kind of like floating around, like, eh, kind of like going a walk and maybe I'll do a quick workout and then I'm going to pretend to have a job. <laughs> um, so just been kind of like, I built a website um, which is a whole new thing for me. I feel like as a producer, it's weird having a reel because it's like, oh, I just put this together. Um, but it's not necessarily my creative. I just always think that it's so funny, but it's necessary. Um, and so, yeah, just doing that, doing a lot of cooking, a lot of experimenting in the kitchen. Um, I made banana bread like everyone did. Yeah. <laughs> haven't made sourdough yet. Next project. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think, and I think it's important this industry is very like team based. So I, I've heard even a few producers kind of say the same thing of, you know, putting a reel together and it's not necessarily their creative work, but I think it totally is if, you know, you're the producer and you put it all yeah. together, you're just as much a part of it and deserve credit for making it happen because I've been on a few productions and they are not easy to, to pull together. So I think producers get as much credit for making it happen as creatives do for, you know, putting the work behind it. Yeah, I think definitely as a producer, you're so focused on promoting the creatives or supporting the creatives and you kind of forget to support yourself um, in that way. And yeah, it is, I guess there is some kind of ownership um, to that and a good producer is super important to a production, but um, which I've learned. I mean, I'm not perfect at all, but I've <laughs> definitely made some mistakes, but um, I'd love to get back out there if production is ever a thing anymore if we're not yeah. making more of these found footage uh in these uncertain times spots <laughs> none of that we gotta gotta get rid of that maybe yeah. tell everyone about yourself where you've worked in the past and maybe some clients you've worked on yeah um i recently was a producer at mcgarrett jesse um, working on um yeti costa sunglasses whataburger was a big client of mine um skinny pop um i kind of touched everything at mcgarry jesse um working on pretty much anything from like whataburger we'd have multi-million dollar shoots to um smaller like social pieces um for different clients um so yeah i mean i've spent the last four years there i was at another agency before called latin works which now um is called third ear um, production coordinating there. Um, 
And before that, I was in LA for a short stint, um, worked at a company that doesn't exist anymore called Hello and Company um, as a production assistant. So just been kind of bouncing around in production uh, for a while. Um, but definitely, Miguel Jesse was definitely where I uh, learned a lot more and started working on bigger productions and taking more ownership and responsibility in those. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed being in advertising, um, but thinking about possibly popping over to the production side um, on my next move. Nice, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine, I mean, even now, not much production is happening anywhere, but yeah. with all these, you know, new streaming services and so much content going out there, there's just so much production going on or that was going on outside of the ad industry. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like, agencies are going to have to make a big push to keep brands uh, with them. And I think we're just going to have to, um, I don't know. I mean, as a producer, I'm kind of like, I'm agnostic as, I mean, if I want to go back to an agency, I can, but it, it, going production side or brand side is definitely open for me. Totally. What are you looking for? I mean, we just kind of touched on it, but in yeah. your next role. Um, Really, I mean, just someone who's gonna support me um, in, I guess, having more creative agency. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, it's hard to fight as a producer um, to make things that are exciting um, within a budget and timeline. I just feel like moving um, to the production side, I would be really excited about, um, but I'd be excited in, in an agency too. Um, but really just looking at work that's um, pushing limits, doing something new, um, maybe something more on the interactive side. Um, so just kind of wherever it takes me, I'm kind of open right now. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, a good attitude to have. What would you say are you know, your best qualities and maybe your favorite project that you've worked on? Oh man. Um, I feel like a favorite project is like being asked, like, who's your favorite director? Um, so. Touch on that too, if you'd like. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I, so Costa Sunglasses sent me to a lot of different places that we shot in Chile. And um, I think my favorite one was in Belize. Um, it was a giant, chaotic, I don't know if I can use any curse words, but it was. <laughs> it was it was a mess um but it was a it was a good mess and we got to work with some great people we um, partnered with farm league on that one and um shot so much stuff it, it was just insane we were there for a week and got so much content um and so i just i really like shoots that put you out of your element and you have to really problem solve i mean we were in southern belize which is not super developed um and so a lot of it was just like getting like breakfast was just yeah a, a a creatives too yeah <laughs> um but we worked with some great people i mean um i met uh kenny smith he's a photographer out of australia and he came and did portraits for us and um, it was just, I mean, it's just exciting bringing in people from all over the place and like all of our talent was, I guess they're all based out of Hawaii. They're all, um, surfers and 
ocean um, conservation advocates and um, just like fun human stories to tell. And um, just, I mean, it's just a different experience whenever you're shooting with people who are all excited about, I mean, one cause like the earth as opposed to, I mean, my biggest clients were, or one of my biggest clients was Whataburger and those shoots were amazing. Um, but in just such a different way and not it, they're just challenging in different ways. <laughs> so there's less like, Oh, uh, Tim over here is sunburned. We need to help him. <laughs> and like, we're just sitting in video village. Like, Oh, I didn't get a latte. Oops. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've worked on some really weird out of the box stuff. Like we shot, um, some Yeti stuff in Vancouver, um, for a campaign called Yeti De Demolition, where we basically were just trying to blow up coolers. Um, <laughs> and that was interesting because that we, we shot those all in one shot. So just the choreography that went into it and it's like, you only get maybe like two or three chances to shoot this. Um, and just building out those sets, just, it's really interesting. I mean, you don't think that it takes that many people until you get on set and you're like, oh, this person who has to paint this thing has to be here because otherwise so-and-so over here can't figure out how to shoot an arrow into that thing. Like, <laughs> Oh, and that's why we love producers because you guys make that all happen and we don't have to stress about it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always just trying to get everyone to set on time. I feel like that was the biggest thing, just educating clients, too, on, like, yeah, your call time is super early, and we have to set up and get you settled, and first shot might not be in another hour, but if you don't show up until first shot, there's right, some things that... Good feedback on our framing and our this. Oh, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I had a client that showed up like two hours late and then wanted to change set and I was like sorry I mean you're paying for it <laughs> pay for overtimes and we can make it happen exactly That's funny. what uh what will agencies be getting if they hire you um someone who's very straightforward I I feel like I transparency is a big thing for me um I just try I mean no matter how big or small the budget is I just try to make it work but um, especially with my vendors, I try to communicate as well as I can just because I feel like there are so many vendors that feel like they've been screwed over by agencies um, because clients <laughs> will ask for yeah. a million things and then we're afraid to say no. Um, and my, I just try my best to say yes, but um, as much as possible and just be transparent about things. Um, I've developed a lot of like one-on-one -on -one client relationships and, um, they've emailed me directly or called me directly to ask questions. And, um, that's my biggest thing. I just, I mean, when you're working with partners, you want to be able to work again, um, on another project in the future. And so I do my best to just keep everyone, um, in the loop as much as possible. Um, and so, yeah, I think, and I think it goes a long way. I mean, I've worked with producers that are line producers that show up and we've asked for something and then they say, Oh, well, it didn't make it. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, well, we could have problem solved this in like pre-pro or something. Yep. 
Um, and so just, I mean, even if it's like 1 a.m. and we're like having trouble with something on set or some, something not like lit right or something, just, I mean, call me. I mean, be grumpy, but. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, it's a good yeah. quality to have for sure. Do you think this pandemic clearly is messing with productions now? Do you think in the near future, maybe not, but at, at some point things will go back to normal? I mean. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a loaded question. Um, whatever normal is going to be, I would love it to go back to normal, but um, from what I've seen, just from friends producing things and just super small um, remote groups. Um, I know agencies I've seen do like a virtual video village. Um, I don't know how long we'll have to do that. Um, but I think I mean, like the 50 to 100 person crew is going to be non-existent, at least for this year. Um, I just, I mean, it might be happening and we're not talking about it as much. Um, but I just don't see that here. I feel like, especially just in Texas, crews are taken pretty well care of, um, and so most of my production friends are just like, well, we just don't want to take the risk right now. Um, and I think that's totally fair. And it's okay to communicate that to clients. And I mean, I'm sure if we're turning it down, someone else will try to make it happen. Um, so production's probably happening with some guy with a camera, right. uh, which is totally. totally fine. It's just Better or worse. not the way. Yeah, yeah someone's taking on the project who knows if they'll be able to execute it as well or what they'll do but yeah they're willing to take the risk for sure yeah do you have a a dream agency you want to give a shout out to so i don't know if it's a dream agency but just um i'm kind of moving in this like freelance direction um and one of my friends who was also laid off we were thinking about starting our own production company or starting as um producing consultants um, for smaller brands that might not necessarily be able to afford an agency just yeah. in this time, um, just to lend a helping hand. Um, but of course, I mean, like there are the giants like White and Kennedy and Giant Spoon are doing right. some, like cool interactive stuff, um, which of course I would love to be a part of that. But um, looking more at like, production partners that I would love to work with. Um, like Ben Dave obviously is a big one on the list. Um, and then um, Nina Meredith is a, a director that's, I guess you can't say she's up and coming, but I started following her a long time ago and she's felt up and coming for a while. Um, but she just won, I think, a lot of awards. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing too is just um, something that I was pushing for at McGarrett Jesse is just that free the work and just looking for um, smaller minority um, or diversifying the production side for sure. I mean, working with, there are so many great female directors that I've talked to, um, but might not have necessarily been perfect for, well, I don't know. I wouldn't say it like that. It's just the creative didn't end up swinging that way. Yeah. But I mean, I would love to work with, um, some great women that I've been in touch with. Um, so 
kind of moving in that direction and maybe have a little bit more agency to make those decisions. Right. Yeah, that's great. And super, you know, nice of you and really you know, interesting to be maybe thinking of that starting your own production company or just something for the next few months to give back to these smaller brands who may not have the budget to do these, you know, kind of big, you know, productions, but also don't know how to kind of navigate smaller projects. So that's really unique and really nice. Yeah. And I mean, there are so many vendors in town too that are kind of struggling and not don't have as much on their plates right now. So, um, willing to be a little bit more flexible. Um, we went and scouted me and my friend went and scouted, um, a studio in town and just talked to him about possible projects. Um, and he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm open to whatever. So, um, I think there's a lot of opportunity to just be more flexible and more nimble, um, in the future. And I know that circles back on what production is going to look like, but <laughs> I think it's just going to be smaller groups. Um, I don't know having a medic on set right. <laughs> big thing um but yeah I I don't know I mean I'm kind of just an open book at this point I'm just excited for whatever comes my way for sure that's that's great I think that's it for me you know thanks so much for being willing to pair yourself out there and do something like this yeah yeah well thanks so much I appreciate it of course. What's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? Um, my new website, uh, www.morganyoung.me. Uh, I couldn't get .com and looked it up. Apparently it's some consulting company in Australia. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's weird. I was like, should I just apply <laughs> like Morgan Young for Morgan Young? Um, so yeah, that's, you can get in touch with me that way. Awesome. Well, you know, thanks so much. And that's a wrap for the 15th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot.